and welcome to Wattcast. My name is Roger Watson, and these podcasts are dedicated to readings of various articles that I've had published in newspapers and magazines. They reflect my views on politics, the pandemic, and current affairs. Thank you very much for listening. Catholic Mission Drift, this is my column for the New Conservative, of the 17th of January, 2024. Reluctant as I am to bash my bishop, especially in a public forum, I'm afraid that I must. After all, this is not the first such bashing he's received. As I left Mass on Sunday, I picked up our diocesan newspaper, Voice, January 2024, issue 496. It's free and I'm a Scot. The newspaper is the Middlesbrough Diocese Catholic newspaper and the front page always has a column by our Bishop Terence Draney, or Terry as he likes to sign himself. So far, so good. In a series of bullet points, he gets off to a good start on the innate dignity of every human being and how we must defend children in the womb before taking a good ecclesiastical swipe at assisted suicide and euthanasia. All good Catholic stuff with which I'm fully on board. He even gets in the mention of modern slavery, which is nice when we're so encouraged to dwell on historical slavery and keep on apologising for things we did not do. Then he goes and spoils it. He speaks about the integration of migrants and refugees who have made their homes here, but one crucial word is missing, and that is legal in reference to migrants and refugees. On the one hand, are we not allowed to discriminate between criminals and non-criminals? And if he is referring to illegal immigrants, how much more welcoming could we be, offering them in some cases luxury spas, mobile phones and money? Of course he pinpoints the problems, which are xenophobia and racism, which while they may be radically incompatible with our faith, are not what lies at the heart of criticism of our immigration policies, the unsustainable levels of immigration, and even criticism of some immigrants, especially the rapey and stabby ones. I see very little evidence that many of these wish to integrate, and there are areas of most major cities which are a little less than migrant ghettos created by the people in them. Later he says that we must find out from political candidates in the forthcoming election what they think about religious freedom and the rights of parents to educate their children in accordance with their faith. I assume, since he said it, that he's in favour of greater religious freedom and those rights for parents. I also assume he's not spoken to the people of Batley and other areas of West Yorkshire to find out how the religious freedom of Muslims and their rights to impose their religious beliefs on state schools, so zealously promoted by their own police force, is going for them. Then the inevitable chestnut about care for our common home and the need to tackle the climate emergency, which threatens the future of our entire human family, according to the Gospel of St. David of Attenborough. This is brought up, of course, our Catholic bishops are encouraged in this nonsense by the buffoon of Rome, the vain glory of the Vatican, old Frank himself. One can just about tolerate exhortations about migrants and religious freedom because, however misguided, they're about being nice to people, and that's the least we Christians should be doing. The church has every right to take a view on social issues, but there's no excuse for one of the largest and best-informed organisations in the world to spout easily disputable bollocks about non-existent climate emergencies. When priests and bishops stray onto the world of facts, especially when those facts are demonstrably wrong, they seriously need to consider getting back in their lanes. Religion is not about certainties. None of us know what happens when we die. We have no idea if prayer works, and we take unlikely propositions such as the virgin birth and the miracles of Jesus as matters of faith. 
Catholics and other Christians are desperately looking for their clergy to help them understand the uncertainties of our faith in order to become more convinced that they may become certainties. I'm afraid that telling us stuff which we can see with certainty is not true does nothing but undermine our faith in all of them. This podcast was produced in association with youpublicationslimited.com.